You're listening to a message from Highway Church on Youth Sunday, entitled, So Will I. Enjoy. Every day, Jesus got up and he, he looked into his father's eyes and he said, so will I. You know, no matter what it was. Um, and so I just want to read a few things from uh, the book of John. But I just want to say this first, talking about words real quick. Words are not primarily for communication, but they're for the execution of power. Words are not primarily for communication, but for the execution of power. Because a lot of times, you know, we, can, we just run our mouths and we say things that we really don't mean. Or like, you know, I know a popular one. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to call anybody out. But I know part of is like, I'm dead, oh my gosh. Like, yo, that just happened. Like, yo, I'm dead. I'm like, are you though? Like, are you really dead? You're not. You know what I mean? And like, you know, but, you know it's not that serious. Like, like we, that's just a phrase, like whatever, whatever. But really, the more you say things like that, the more you're, you're creating this atmosphere. You're creating your world. And uh, Jesus said in John, uh, in, you can put up John 14, 10. If you have your Bibles, you can turn there. That's cool. Do we even do that in church anymore? Turn our Bibles? <laughs> Come on. Um, okay, sweet. So it says, do not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me. The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. The words I speak to you I don't speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Can you go to verse 12, please? Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he's going to do also. And greater works than these will he do because I go to my Father. Um, and then real quick, let me just flip to John 5, chapter, th- uh, chapter. chapter 5, verse 30. Um, Jesus said, I can do nothing on my own. As I hear, I judge, or I can of myself do nothing. And my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. So Jesus sought the Father's will. And as the Father willed, Jesus lined up his will with the Father's will. So right here we see this kingdom process that Jesus talks about. He's like, I can of myself do nothing. But as I hear, I judge. I can of myself do nothing. The words that I speak unto you, I don't speak on my own. He's not saying he won't speak on his own. He's saying, I, like, I can't speak on my own. Because the words that I get, I get from my Father. And whatever I do in life, I get from my Father. I'm daily with him. I'm spending time with him. I'm knowing him because I need to know what his will is, not only for my life, but so that I can help others fulfill their destiny in him as well. So Jesus, he was 100, 100% successful in his life and ministry. When you look at the life of Jesus, you're like, there, there was nothing he couldn't do. There was nothing uh, he, there, there was like, he always wanted the best for everybody, no matter who it was, where it was, no matter where you came from. And he was 100% successful in his life and ministry. Why? Because he lined up his will with the will of his Father. He lined up his words with the words of his Father. As Jesus said the words of his Father, he got his Father's results. 
So when you, when you say, Lord, you know what? I want to do what you want to do, and I want to say what you want to say. Because when you do that, when you prioritize God, when you make him first priority in your life, it's kind of like this, this book, right? The, the Word of God. It's living. It's powerful, right? I'm changing my lifestyle to fit this Word. I'm not changing the Word to fit my lifestyle. So, when, so Jesus, when he said the words of his Father, he got his Father's results. But Jesus had to abide in his Father to know his Father's will and to know his Father's words. Um, this is, uh, do you have John 15, 1 through 5? So I am, this is Jesus talking, he says, I am the true vine and my Father is the vine dresser. Verse 2, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I'm the vine, you're the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me you can do nothing jesus tells us that we have to abide in him abide and abide in his love that you bear much fruit so jesus had to abide in his father in order to bear fruit so i'm like okay so how much more do i need to abide in him to bear fruit in my life Jesus said, I can, of my, I can of myself do nothing. He didn't say, I won't of myself do nothing. He said, I can of myself do nothing. So how much more do we need to, because you got to understand, we don't do anything of ourselves because it's all because of him. It's his breath in our lungs. It's his life we're living. So I want to live this to the best of my ability, not only to the best of my ability, but my, to my full potential, to the reason he's created me, the reason he's designed me for and this is the kingdom process if Jesus only said what he heard his father say and only did what he saw his father do so will I because abiding produces fruit because and here's here this rocked my world I realized one day that fruit is not a work fruit is not a work and I would read, you know, the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience. I'm like, you know, you, you're like, oh, I gotta, that's right, man. I've got to be more kind to my life. I've got to be more patient with this person. I've got I to love more, you know. But if you had to try and do those things, they'd be works, not fruit. Every miracle and supernatural occurrence in Jesus' life was the result of abiding. Knowing his father, knowing the will of his father. Going back to John 14, 10, Jesus said, my father in me does the works. It's the father within who does the works. Our job, we just abide. We rest, we stay, we dwell with him. We know him, we spend time with him. And that fruit that we want to produce in our lives will be a result of us abiding because if you have a branch 
Let's say this is the trunk of a tree and you have a branch that's over here, not connected. It's not going to flow with the life that's in this trunk. It has to be connected. Jesus was 100% connected to his Father, which is why so much fruit, miracles, supernatural, like everything in Jesus' life and ministry was a result of him being connected to his Father. Um, so now through knowing God, through abiding in him and lining up our words and our will with his, fruit will produce in our lives, which will bring glory to God. Because John 15, 8 says, by this is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit. So, if Jesus prioritized the Father, so will I. If Jesus listened, so will I. If Jesus spoke what the Father spoke, so will I. If Jesus made his will the Father's will, so will I. If Jesus brought glory to the Father, so will I. As Jesus fulfilled his destiny, so will I. As Jesus walked in the fullness of who God made him to be, so will I. As Jesus took the higher ground and stayed in the lane of love, so will I. And as Jesus took God at his word and stayed in faith, so will I. Wow. <laughs> I think uh, what you said there, beautiful, man, beautiful. Thanks, man. But uh, to understand that, you have to understand what Jesus came down in his, in his nature to, to be able, whoa, <laughs> to be able to do that. But um, what is God's nature? Um, it, it's so clear that he came to, to do us good things. And hold on one sec. And his finished work. You know, God's work is already finished. So a lot of Christians these days, they, they live their life walking as if the work is not finished. But um, you, you walk your daily life in the Holy Spirit, understanding that God has already done all these things for us. So when you walk, when you walk wake up, you know, and uh, this last Friday, I woke up and I turned my neck and it hurt so bad, so bad. But as the pain was like climbing through my neck and into my shoulder, I was like, man, you know, God has already taken this from me. So even though I still felt the pain and I, it was still hurting like a lot, <laughs> like I understood that, you know, this is not for me. And um, I, you got to keep saying like, this is not mine. This is not my pain because God has already taken this for me in the cross. So, you know, I went through work that day um, and it was like bothering me so much. Like I could not even drive because I couldn't even turn my head. But, you know, as I kept saying, like, you know, Lord, I am not going to accept this and this, I am not going to take this pain. You know, every day, every day. You, it would just keep getting better. So today, like, you know, I can still feel a little bit, but it's, you know, God has already taken that pain for me, so we have to walk in that. 
And the cool thing is, Jesus made sure that we have everything we need to succeed in life. He, he already completed everything. Not even the things you, you can't even think about, he has already done. So, it says here, by his divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We have received all that is by coming to know him. The one who called us himself by means of his marvelous glory and excellence. And because of his glory and excellence, he has given us great and precious promises. And those promises is what you need to know to live through life. You know, <laughs> like just receiving those promises and knowing that he has already completed that. It's just what takes you to life every day. So, I'd just like to say, you know, when you walk in that through the Holy Spirit, you can't lose. You can't. So, that's what we need to do. Amen? Because his nature, that's his nature. Is he already gave us everything we need for, to walk through life. And uh, we wake up every day knowing that he's God who loves us. And he's a God who has already accomplished all. So the work is finished. We don't, we don't need to keep struggling every day. Be like, our works is not, our works is not what takes, gets us hired. We're already 100% righteous because of Jesus. Amen? So let's just remember that every morning when we wake up. That there's nothing we can do to, to make ourselves look look more righteous or, or higher in his eyes because we are made in his image so he already sees us like he sees Jesus and uh, that's it that's it amen <laughs> I'm just making sure okay since I was so quick I'll take like the next 30 minutes of your time now nah, I'm just playing I'm just playing I'm just playing <laughs> Um, okay, so when I thought the title, So Will I, there's like two specific points. It's, uh, and it's like in the song, too, that came up to, um, came to my mind. And then the first one was, So Will I Speak Life. And so you see, God spoke life into existence. He spoke the earth into existence. He spoke us into existence. And so in Genesis 1-1, it says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. You see, God's voice is so powerful that he spoke every little life into existence. And so I know, though, that power is in me to speak life. And so even in Romans 4, 17, it says, God who gives life to the dead and calls things that are not as though they were. We have that same power. Jesus sacrificed so that we could have that same power in us. And even in Proverbs 18, 20 to 21, it says, From the fruit of their mouth, a person's stomach is filled. With the harvest of their lips, they are satisfied. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat its fruit. And I, I think it's so important about what, we're, what you're saying, what you're speaking to people, what you're speaking to yourself, going off of what Danny was saying. Like constantly speaking life to yourself, but not just to yourself, but speaking to others. See, in Ephesians 4, 29, it says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth but only what is helpful for building up others according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen and see Jesus came out of the grave 
resurrected, left earth, and gave us that power now. And so we affect everybody around us, we affect ourselves, and we affect everything that we come in contact with. So we have that power to speak life into existence in every aspect of our life, and I think it's so important. And in the song it says, if you left the grave behind you, so will I. And in Corinthians 15, 55, it says that death has no victory and no sting anymore. Death was overcome by Jesus. And with this victory came an eternal perspective that we as believers should have. That perspective doesn't look at the grave. It looks at the victory and Jesus' authority over death. And I think it's so important to know that we need to stop looking behind us and we need to start looking forward. If Jesus left the grave, why are we still living in it? That's a problem. He, over, he overcame it all for you. So why are we stuck there? Why are we looking at our defeats? Why are we so down? Why are we looking at our past? Jesus isn't looking at our past, so why are we? That it's not important. We're looking at the not important things. It's keeping us back. It's holding us back. It's keeping us in bondage. See, we need to look forward. We need to live in that victory that Jesus already gave for us. I think it's so important. See, future sins are also forgiven. And so we look at our sins, past, present, future, and we, we look at them and they define us almost. But you have to realize that they're forgiven. Future f sins are forgiven also. So the only people really holding us back is us. God's not holding us back. We're the only ones in the way. Our minds are in the way. And see, in Psalm 37, 4 through 6, it says, keep company with God. Get in on the best. Open up before God, keeping nothing back. He'll do whatever needs to be done. He'll validate your life in the clear light of day and stamp you with approval at high noon. And see, being with God is the best. That is a fact. And I think I, it's life-changing to just be with him, allow him in your life in every aspect of your life, and he'll start to change things incredibly. You will start to live in that victory that he already set before us. You will start to thrive, prosper. Those are things, those are not just cute words. Those are real things that can happen. You are meant to live a great life. You are meant to live life to the fullest, literally. There, you don't have to um, barely make it by. You don't have to barely survive. Like people are like, oh, I survived. No, like you're thriving. Like you, you you're going far. You're making it more than just an average person going day to day. It's not like we don't have, I don't know how to explain it, but we don't have to like just go day by day working our nine to five and then that's it simple as that no like there's so much more but the thing is the funny part is you don't have to work for this so much more you don't have to do more to get more god's already giving it to you so stop trying to work 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 do 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 being tired waking up at 5 a.m the grind and then go like and then going to bed at what like 11 p.m you're not getting any sleep you're it's like it's not in your own doing, and it's not going to come naturally. You, it'll take five years what God can do in a day. So you just got to put it all in his hands. And so also it says when, in the song it says, where you lost your life so I could find it here, every part designed in a work of art called love. And see, God's work began with creation. And then it was finished at the cross, but it continues to be rebirthed and restored in and through us here and now. And so now we are living out what God has done. All those great things that God has done in the past, it's not the past, it's the present and it's the future, but it's done through us. And so whatever God, Jesus was doing, all his great works, healing, restoring, loving, that's what I'm going to do now.
That is what I'm going to do with my life, is I'm going to do the same things Jesus was doing, building people up, restoring people, healing people. The resurrection power literally lives inside of us. We just got to tap into it. We just have to tap into the Holy Spirit. And I think that's so important. Okay, but yeah, so, what is it? No, that's it. Okay, but it's okay. No, um, okay. Someone's got it. Um, yeah, because every, the reason we're able to do everything that Jesus did, and, and because we just saw it, like he did everything his father did, and now we, we're doing everything Jesus did, but it's the same process, you know? So it's, it's not that our process is different than Jesus' process because he was the son of God. Because he, yes, he was the son of God, but he came to earth as a man to show us how to live on God's level as a man or woman. So his Holy Spirit is in us. I love, I think you, you touched on it a few weeks ago. You said the reason why it's better for the reason Jesus said it's better for me to go away is because when he was on the earth, he could only be at one place at one time. But now, he's got a whole bunch of Jesuses walking around because the same spirit that raised him from the dead dwells in us, and we can go and accomplish and do the things that he's done. But we're not going to know that we can do them and accomplish them unless we spend time with him. So the more we spend time with him, and, and, it's, and again, I, I just I see there, I said, you know, we accomplish them, but really it's the Father within us who does the works. But see, so you have, go back to my tree illustration. So you have the trunk, right? And all the vital nutrients in that trunk is coming from the roots, which is in the soil. You, pl well, you plant the seed, the nutrients from the soil gets in there, it grows up. All the life is coming through this trunk, right? And a lot of times, you know, we, we can think like, well, we need, to, we need to do more. We need to change our behavior in order to, you know, work miracles or do all these things. But God is not interested in behavior modification. He's interested in life transformation. So the moment your life gets transformed, the moment you're connected to that trunk, now that vine life can flow through you and that fruit can be produced. But if, if you're trying to produce the fruit, it's kind of like the, the world, they deal with problems on the level of the leaves. Does that make sense? Like, they're trying to change the outward. They're trying to change the look of the tree. But see, with God, we can go straight to the root because he changes our nature, and now this life flowing through us is coming from a different source, the source, the way, the truth, the life. So everything that we do in life, everything we put our hand to is going to be successful. Everything we touch is going to prosper because we're connected to him who is the one who makes it prosper, the one who produces the fruit. And it's so simple, but just coming, I love how you're saying speaking life, the same, same life that God spoke, we speak, because he, we have the same life within us. And uh, it's just, it's, it's so marvelous to live with him, to, to abide in him, to have this opportunity to be this connected to this life source, and it's, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Our failures and feed onto the physical aspect of all those things, because, okay, like, 
you you didn't do this correctly. Okay, move forward and and just focus on him. Because what happens is even when you start to mess up or do things wrong, he just guides you back to that straight line. So you're getting off the line to the left, to the right maybe, but he's going to take your hand and he's going to bring you back to the line. He's going to bring you back to the line. He's not mad at you. He's not angry at you. He's going to keep bringing you back. He's going to keep bringing you back. And when you start focusing on him, you start to stay in that line without even trying. You're not even going to realize, but you've never went left or right anymore. You're, you're just going straight. You're going straight towards what he has for you, towards your destiny, to the, on the right path that he has for you. And so I just want to encourage everyone to not just focus on what you've done wrong or what you're doing wrong for that matter, but just focus on him, and it just changes everything. Um, I think for the longest time, I just always focused on what I was doing wrong, every single mess up, beating myself up, that I just kept messing up more. Cause you get frustrated in that moment of like messing up that you f you're so frustrated that you mess up again. And then you get frustrated that you messed up again. And it's like a nonstop cycle, but you gotta break the cycle. And you have to say, no, like I'm not meant to feel like I'm victorious over this, whatever it is, I succeeded already. You literally have to speak life into it. And the funny part is, is you have that power and you don't even realize it. You're thinking my words don't really matter, but your words really matter. They genuinely matter. What you say matters. You have to talk over yourself. I am an overcomer. I am victorious. This is my battle that's already won. He's won it for me. He's gone before me. He's already done it for me. Everything that you want or desire in your life, he has already done it for you. He already has it for you. Every little thing. It's effortless. You don't have to do a thing. You just have to focus on him, focus on what he's done for you, focus on everything he has in your life and all that he's going to bring. See, the future is already yours. Everything that you see in your future, you're dreaming of, it's yours already. You don't have to work hard to get it. He loves you so much. No matter how far you've gone, no matter where you are right now, he's grabbing you. He's holding your hand. He wants to know you. He wants you to let him in in every little aspect of your life. He wants to be your best friend. He wants to be your father. Not just a surface relationship. Oh, like, thank you, God, for this. Oh, that's it. No, like, he wants every little part of your life to be with him. And so as you're going throughout your days, just talking to him, it just brings fulfillment. It brings comfort. In your loneliest moments, he's there. In your saddest moments, he's there. In your happiest moments, he's there. And so when we focus on the Father and we focus on who he is, what he's done for us, it changes everything. And so Jesus focused on the Father, so will I. He did his father's will and so will I. I want to live the life that God has for me because the life that God has for you is so great. It's beyond anything you could even imagine. Like your greatest life, imagine it in your mind, it's greater than that. The amount of money that you want in your bank account, just think about that. And he wants more than that for you. The, the house that you want, he wants more than that for you everything the friends the family that you have it's like it just gets greater and greater everything that you imagine in your head he has greater than that you can't even imagine what he wants for you and so I just want to encourage anyone who doesn't know Christ that this is the life that he has for you this is the greatest life that you could ever live like literally living your best life
living full of joy, happiness, fulfillment, like accepted, loved, like you just live life every day like you're on top of the world. And so I just want to encourage anyone um, on Facebook or anyone here who doesn't know Christ to, um, you can lift your hand and we'll pray with you uh, as a congregation and pray for you, with you um, a prayer of salvation. All you have to do is pray. Pray and accept him into your life and that's it. You don't have to do anything before that. You don't have to change yourself. You don't have to or try to erase your past or do something to get him in your life. All you have to do is say, I want you in my life and he's in your life and you are saved. And the funny part is, is that salvation is just not for your future in heaven, but it's for your now. And it's for the life you're going to live now. And the incredible life that you will live until you get to heaven. And so I just want to encourage anyone who's not saved to raise their hand and we will pray with you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And DM us if you're on Facebook. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, if we could just pray together. I accept you, Lord God, in my life, as my Lord and as my Savior. I thank you for what you've done for me, and I thank you for what you are going to do for me. I believe you are the Son of God and that you resurrected. In your mighty name, Lord God. At Highway Church, we want to help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ and experience the abundant life He came to give you. If you'd like to learn more about God's amazing love for you, please visit us at highwaychurch.us. You can email us at info at highwaychurch.us or message us via our Facebook page. Put your trust in Jesus today and taste and see how good He is.